today is January the 9th. Just how far does your faith reach? Let's find out together how far Abraham's faith reached. In reading through the Bible in a year, uh, today I'd like you to read Genesis 20 to 22. Before you do, though, let me uh, just share a little bit about those. In Genesis chapter 20, Abraham uh, deceives Abimelech, and uh, then he makes it right with Abimelech. The point of this chapter is to show Abraham is a fallen man. He continues to sin, even though God has blessed him, even though God has promised him uh, the covenant. In Genesis 21, uh, Isaac is born. When Isaac is born, uh, Sarah is finally fed up with Hagar and Ishmael. She sends him away. Abraham does that. He allows his son Ishmael to be banished. Again, he's a fallen man. Then we come to Genesis chapter 22. In Genesis chapter 22, we have a very unusual uh, presentation that God asks Abraham to give him his son, to actually kill his son. Um, that is not common. It's, it's not happened before. Um, but Abraham trusts God and as he prepares to go through with it, uh, the Lord stops him and says, No, I was testing you. I wanted to see if you were willing. Now that I know that you're willing, don't sacrifice your son. Instead, sacrifice the ram behind you caught in the thicket. He does. Uh, we're left to wonder exactly what is going on here. Well, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 11, verses 17 to 19, the author of Hebrews says, Abraham believed God. God had promised that his descendancy would be through Isaac. So apparently Abraham believed that even if he would kill his son, God would raise him from the dead and he would have descendants through Isaac. We don't know exactly what was going on in Abraham's mind. Um, we don't need to know. What we do need to know is that God tested Abraham, and Abraham's faith reached far enough that he believed that if he obeyed God, things would still work out okay. The only other thing to mention uh, in this chapter, according to 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse 1, Mount Moriah, where this sacrifice took place, is the site where Jerusalem was built later. Jerusalem, where 2,000 years later, the Eternal Father would sacrifice the Eternal Son. And that time, an angel did not stop the spear from piercing his side. Genesis 20 through 22, New Living Translation. Abraham moved south of the Negev and lived there for a while between Kadesh and Shur, and then he moved on to Gerar. 
While he lived there as a foreigner, Abraham introduced his wife Sarah by saying, She is my sister. So the king of Imelech of Gerar sent for Sarah and had her brought to him at his palace. But that night God came to Abimelech in a dream and told him, You are a dead man, for the woman you have taken is already married. So Abimelech had not slept with her yet. So he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Didn't Abraham tell me she is my sister? And she herself said, Yes, he is my brother. I acted in complete innocence. My hands are clean. In the dream, God responded, Yes, I know you are innocent. That's why I kept you from sinning against me, and why I did not let you touch her. Now return the woman to her husband, and he will pray for you, for he is a prophet. But if you do not return her to him, you can be sure that you and all of your people will die. Abimelech got up early the next morning and quickly called all his servants together. When he told them what had happened, his men were terrified. Then Abimelech called Abraham. What have you done to us? he demanded. What crime have I committed that deserves treatment like this, making me and my kingdom guilty of this great sin? No one should ever do what you have done. Whatever possessed you to do such a thing? Abraham replied, I thought, this is a godless place. They will want my wife and will kill me to get her. And she really is my sister, for we both have the same father but different mothers, and I married her. When God called me to leave my father's home and travel from place to place, I told her, Do me a favor, whenever we go, tell people that I am your brother. Then Abimelech took some of his sheep and goats, cattle and male and female servants, and he presented them to Abraham. He also returned his wife Sarah to him. And Abimelech said, Look over my land and choose any place where you would like to live. And he said to Sarah, Look, I am giving your brother a thousand pieces of silver in the presence of all these witnesses. This is to compensate you for any wrong I may have done to you. This will settle any claim against me, and your reputation is cleared. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants, so they could have children. For the Lord had caused all the women to be infertile because of what happened with Abraham's wife, Sarah. The Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would, and Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born, and Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. When Isaac grew up and was about to be weaned, Abraham prepared a huge feast to celebrate the occasion. But Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham, and her Egyptian servant Hagar, making fun of her son Isaac. So she turned to Abraham and demanded, Get rid of that slave woman and her son. He is not going to share the inheritance with my son Isaac. I won't have it. This upset Abraham very much because Ishmael was his son. But God told Abraham, Do not be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you, for Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. 
but I will also make a nation of the descendants of Hagar's son, because he is your son too. So Abraham got up early the next morning, and prepared food and a container of water, and strapped them on Hagar's shoulders. Then he sent her away with their son, and she wandered aimlessly into the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water was gone, she put the boy in the shade of a bush. Then she went and sat down by herself about a hundred yards away. I don't want to watch the boy die, she said, as she burst into tears. But God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. He became a skillful archer, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. His mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. About this time, Abimelech came with Pichol, his army commander, to visit Abraham. God is obviously with you, helping you in everything you do, Abimelech said. Swear to me in God's name that you will never deceive me, my children, or any of my descendants. I have been loyal to you, so now swear that you will be loyal to me and to this country where you are living as a foreigner. Abraham replied, Yes, I swear to it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well that Abimelech's servants had taken by force from Abraham's servants. This is the first I've heard of it, Abimelech answered. I have no idea who is responsible. You have never complained about this before. Abraham then gave some of his sheep, goats, and cattle to Abimelech, and they made a treaty. But Abraham also took seven additional female lambs and sent them off by themselves. Abimelech asked, Why have you set these sevens apart from the others? Abraham replied, Please accept these seven lambs to show your agreement that I dug this well. Then he named the place Beersheba, which means well of the oath, because that was where they had sworn the oath. After making their covenant at Beersheba, Abimelech left with Pichol, the commander of his army, and they returned home to the land of the Philistines. Then Abraham planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he worshipped the Lord, the eternal God. And Abraham lived as a foreigner in Philistine country for a long time. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied. Here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkeys, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there and then we will come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them walked together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. 
We have the fire and the wood, the boy said, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for now I know you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by the horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Yira, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord says, Because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your son, your only son, I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies, and through your descendants all nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. Then they returned to the servants and traveled back to Beersheba, where Abraham continued to live. Soon after this, Abraham heard that Milcah, his brother Nahor's wife, had borne Nahor eight sons. The oldest was named Uz, the next was named Buzz, followed by Camiel, the ancestor of the Arameans, Kesed, Hazel, Pildish, Giglath, Bethul. Bethul became the father of Rebekah. In addition to these eight sons from Milcah, Nahor had four other children from his concubine Ruma. Their names were Teba, Gaham, Tehash, and Maka. Scripture reading by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll find out how Isaac found a date at the family reunion.